Oh, now you've got it in my head. I want to have intercourse with you. Mm. Well, I know one way to get it out. <laughs> I, I've, I've got it figured out. I know how to get it out of your head. Oh, yeah? Oh, wait, i got to turn my... Holy shit, my recording volume was up way high. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Good thing I caught that. Um, <clears throat> maybe if I bring my mic right closer to my mouth, it'll... Nope. I don't know what the hell is going on here. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> it's good that the recording volume is way up, though, because I can get all the song out of our head that we had in there. Ready? Yes. I love penis. <laughs> A twinkle in his eye. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Because this, uh, yeah, this, I'm this so is gonna, the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so using that on someone oh, for, for Valentine's Day. Oh, oh. penis. <laughs> yeah. Because this is the FBI's most unwanted, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And I love grin. penis. I mean, oh. uh. <laughs> oh, I just. I had Did your Mickey Pops just. Yeah, it fell off the shelf, and its leg had busted off before, and it just fell off the shelf and busted again. I've got a lot of random sounds to remove from the beginning of this episode now, because I coughed, and something fell on my keyboard, and I fucked this whole intro up. Why don't I just start from the beginning all over Why don't I just start from the beginning all over again, even though I already said this is the FBI's most... I'm, I'm not editing any of this out, just the random crashes and coughs, but... Fuck that noise. <laughs> Uh, that's what people come to listen to us for is how random we are and how I know, we do and now not I'm, do cuts now I'm looking at the spinning blue wheel of death and wondering if maybe my recording isn't even recording anymore so um so penis uh, no, it looks like it is no okay, <laughs> oh, okay. so once again just because I've messed this all up this is the FBI's most unwanted and I'm Matt and I'm Justin and today we are way off the rails already, but um, that's okay. We are going to talk about Season 3, Episode 22, Quagmire, directed by Kim Manners, written by Kim Newton, with a lot of input from Darren Morgan. And uh, this episode originally aired May 3rd, 1996. Sweet. And Timothy Weber, why does that name sound familiar? The guy that played Dr. He's the guy Faraday. who made Fam of the Opera. No, that's Andrew <laughs> Lloyd Weber. Maybe this is a relation of his. I just want to have another moment where I just make a joke and it turns out to be true, like the Eve 6 bit. <laughs> that would be super weird. Uh, so, yes, this, uh, like I said, was written... By, uh, no, this guy's Canadian, so I don't think he's, uh, and he hasn't really been in anything I've ever seen. So never mind, I'm going to skip right past that. This was uh, written by uh, Kim Newton, but 
a lot of the revisions were courtesy of Darren Morgan, and that's why references to previous episodes ended up in the episode like uh, Scully's dog Queequeg. Poor Queequeg. Poor Queequeg. <laughs> Queequeg first appeared in Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose, and uh, then story editor Frank Spotnitz claimed that the dog was brought back simply to kill it off, which is sad. That um, is horrible way to go about this and then uh stoner kid and hesitant chick they actually both first appeared in the episode war of the coraphages okay i'm like i know we've seen those guys before (laughs) well they were the ones that were like huffing drugs made out of shit in war of the coraphages (laughs) and in this episode he's trying to convince her that like licking the toad will get her high (laughs) I don't. Is, I still don't know if that's a thing that's true or not. Is that a thing? I don't. I'm sure there's some toad that has uh, some sort of quality to it, but I still wouldn't. I mean, I've never been high before, and I don't think the place I would want to get high is by licking a toad. Although I suppose I've never this, done the pots. So I suppose since the dude in this episode had already been huffing drugs made out of shit, licking a toad was no problem to him. <laughs> Do toads get you high? I'm going to look <laughs> that up while we... I like how that, that is in your Google search forever. Yep, yep, yeah. I've Google searched weirder things. Same. Um, so this episode also contained... Uh, a bunch of in-jokes. If anybody didn't catch them, that's okay. Uh, Because you wouldn't. Like Millican County, the uh, fictional county uh, where this takes place, it's uh, named after casting director Rick Millican. And the boat that Mulder and Scully ride on in this episode is called the Patricia Ray which is named after the mother of director Kim Manners. And Mulder's discussion about having a wooden leg references a book called The Game, uh, the Games People Play. So, uh, let's see. And most of this, as always, even though it took place in Georgia, was filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> There's perfectly good woods they can use in Georgia. Yeah. You know, Vancouver, Georgia, they look the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kim Manners said of the episode, not a great show, but a good one. It's a lighter show. There's a lot of humor in it, but I think it's a hit with fans because there's some wonderful Mulder and Scully relationship stuff. The entire third act is just the two of them talking, which is actually kind of interesting. Uh, the scene where Mulder and Scully are stranded on a rock is just 10 pages of dialogue, nothing else. So, yeah. That's all I've got for behind the scenes. I mean, it was a fine... I mean, I'll go into final rating at the end, but it was a fine episode. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, unfortunately, it takes a turn and it makes me like it less when you involve a dog's death. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, and uh, to answer our question about toads, yep, there are some toads that can get you high. Sweet! The the cane toad, which can grow to the size of a dinner plate, 
produces a toxin called bufatine, which the toad secretes to ward off predators when licked raw or cooked. The toxin acts as a hallucinogen. All right, kids, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever say lick a toad. That's gross. <laughs> you go ahead and you lick that toad. So, <clears throat> basically what happens at the opening is they're in Milliken, Georgia, at this lake. Um, they, I don't have the name of the lake right in front of me. Anyway, they're at this lake. Uh, these people, they're biologists, Paul Faraday and William Bailey, and they're discussing a decreasing frog population, and Bailey goes looking for a missing beeper. Remember beepers, kids? No, you don't. <laughs> Tune in to our, next po- our third podcast where we talk about things that people used to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and this dude, uh, Bailey, he gets dragged into the lake by an unseen creature and killed. Dun, dun, dun. So then Mulder and Scully, they're driving. And Scully has uh, got Queequeg along because Mulder called her like that day and was like, come on, we're leaving. And her mother was out of town and she doesn't like to use kennels. So she's like, Mulder, why are we here? Why are we here on such short notice? And pull over somewhere. Queequeg needs to go. And she's like, you still won't tell me why we're here. And suddenly she sees a billboard for a lake monster called Big Blue. And she's like, oh, no. (laughs) Tell me we're not here for that. (laughs) But, of course, they are. I don't know why she even bothers with this kind of, like, that. She gets so surprised. Because it's like, okay, you know what's coming. (laughs) Well, essentially, Mulder tells her just the basics. Like, this many people have gone missing in a very short amount of time. And she's like... All right, so what do you think? Multiple murderer? Like, this isn't that unusual. Like, it could be... Like, we just drove halfway across the country for this. Oh, no. (laughs) So so they... uh, Mulder's like, well, also there was a, a Boy Scout troop leader. He also disappeared. And they stop to get a map. And... Mulder is like, oh, and of course, it's a tourist. Uh, it's, we live in Vermont. We have Champ, which they mention Lake Champlain in this episode in passing when they're talking about um, other, uh, like other lake monsters. Creatures. Yeah. yeah. So we know what it's like to walk into, uh, not as much anymore, I guess, but you can still walk into places and find like Champ, the Lake Champlain monster merchandise, which is... All this store is where they go to, and Mulder's trying to buy a map, and this guy's telling him all about, oh, and one time he was out there, and the boat got turned over, and, you know, it was his boat got ruined that day while he was out fishing, and Scully's just like, oh, my God, really? (laughs) You can, she doesn't, like, you can just see, like, on her face, like, the, like, if her eyes rolled into her back of her head, just like, ugh, Mm -hmm. please kill me now. Yep. So they they talk to Dr. Faraday and they find out uh, about, you know, his work out there and his partner getting dragged away and he's worried about the decreasing frog population and yada, yada, yada. 
and then they meet the you know at the bait shop they meet the 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 guy that's like really the crazy monster hunter <laughs> and scully's like have you ever have you ever actually seen it and he's like well no not yet which <laughs> is just funny to me yeah uh uh Ansel Bray yes. is the character's name. Yep. And, of course, not long after, they find the half-eaten body of the Boy Scout leader. Um, but... <laughs> it's just... they fight, like Well, they're, like, talking to the guy about, like, in the... Wa- about, like, all the different things for Big Blue and all that stuff. And guy, Fisherman, comes in and is just like, Oh, we got a floater! And they pull out, like, this half-body... Out of the lake. And oh yeah, that's words, right. Because the yeah. fisherman actually drags it in, and they, yeah, there's a moment, there's a few moments where they do a good job of playing with the idea of the monster. Because obviously now we we know that uh, Mulder thinks there's a monster in the lake, and lots of people think there's monster in the lake, and obviously he hooks something weird, and it yeah. turns out to it's be just, half a dead body. <laughs> it's just so funny because they like turn it over, and the first thing out of a Scully's mouth is his flies down because <laughs> it's the whole image of like play into like oh it's because people get drunk on their boats and so they have to relieve themselves and that's when they fall in right and get usually murdered not murdered but like it, shoot up uh, by that's the propeller bo- yeah yeah but I just it's just so funny that that's like the first thing that comes out of her mouth it was honestly the first thing I thought of when they turned the body over I'm like his flies down <laughs> that's so funny Oh, but I also like, um, you know what the uh, thing reminded me of with the fisherman on the dock catching something, and I, I haven't thought of this movie in quite a while until recently when it came back up through something totally unrelated, but it reminded me of when the fisherman hooks Godzilla in the American version of Godzilla. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's like running down the dock. I thought of that movie really, it, it was on my mind because I saw... I don't think I'd ever seen them before. This is totally unrelated, but I want to ask you about them while I'm thinking about it. Did you ever see the original designs for the monster for that movie that looked way closer to, like, real Godzilla? Oh, it totally did. I was like, how come they didn't go with that? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I did... I did see it on Netflix, and a part of me was like, you know what? (laughs) Maybe I'll watch it and see how I feel about it. (laughs) I haven't seen it in a really long time. Anyway, so, yeah, they've got the... And so, they, you know, they pull out the Boy Scout leader, and Mulder, obviously, is like, we need to close the lake, you know? Like, we need to close the beach! (laughs) Very Jaws (laughs) moment. There's a very... There's a lot of moments in this. I'm like, this is very much a Jaws episode. (laughs) Yeah, it really, it, like, it, Mulder's like, come on, we need to close the lake, and the sheriff is like, no, we're not going to close the lake. Like, that's silly. Well, you know, people, dr- it's the it's the time of year. Lots of tourists this time of year, they, they get drunk, like you said, they get drunk, and they fall in, and they drown, but that's no reason to- <laughs> It's just so fun how nonchalant the cop is, too. He's just like, most, it's like 6%, like, we have, like, five, six deaths a year. It's fine. Yeah, and Mulder's like, you've had that many deaths in the past few weeks, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> I know, but whatever. <laughs> so that happens, and then the very ne- that night, the guy that owns the bait and tackle shop, he's got on his monster boots, and he's walking around leaving monster tracks in the mud. And dun dun dun, he gets dragged away by uh, actual monster, 
And so the next morning, um, they go out and they find the monster tracks and they're taking all the pictures of them <laughs> and everything. And Scully comes in with Queequeg and she's like, Hey, uh, I hate to tell you, but if you're really looking for like a dinosaur, like those tracks are not deep enough for a creature the size that you described. <laughs> like that's just, and Queequeg runs off and he finds the monster boot and Scully's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, here's your monster Mulder, this monster boot. And he's like, yeah, but what happened to the guy making the tracks? Okay. Come on, sheriff time to time to close it up again and the sheriff's like no no don't have enough men for that there's there's 48 miles of shoreline can't can't possibly do that <laughs> nope can't do it i refuse to do it at this point i'm just like okay you're just lazy <laughs> yep pretty much and so we see uh stoner kid and and hesitant girl doing and uh, a diver friend of theirs gets attacked dragged off and then his severed head floats to the surface and scully's like well it's not a monster like his head could have come off for any reason like a boat propeller i think that whole scene was just so fucking funny because the guy goes in the water and they the stoners see him go like get dragged and all that stuff and his head pops up it's it's just it's the the reaction versus what happened makes no sense no the guy's head pops up and they're like yeah man you all right and then it turns so you see like the gash and like that's just a head and you hear the guy go oh man just like very just nonchalant i know it, it, yeah and she's like oh <laughs> like they're never, just so i've never i mean <sighs> It seems that way, but also, like, I've never come across a severed head, so I don't know, like, what How that... you would react. And there is a thing with, like, shock that you can just go, like, freeze, and so I, it's weird, but also might be real? I don't know. It's a, it's a possibility. I, 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 I never want to know it. in real life. I don't want to see what? a severed head what you know i we can make that happen somehow no we can't let's not we, we talking about <laughs> um so also at the same time the photographer he gets attacked and he starts taking pictures and it leads to one of the funniest things <laughs> uh because then the sheriff falls in the water and while the sheriff's in the water he goes oh god oh god something just brushed past me we gotta close the lake right now because suddenly he like believes it, it brushed about brushed up against him and he's like all right now we do it there was something in there it brushed against me man we gotta close it right now so startled so later that night Mulder and scully they're looking at the pictures because while he was attacked, Ansel was bah, 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 taking pictures with his camera. Lots and of it, really blurry selfies, too. And I'm just... <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, he was being attacked by a uh, redacted, because we haven't gotten to that part yeah. yet, even though everybody listening already knows, because they watched the episode. But, um, basically, when he's, like, and Mulder's like, oh. Uh, does this look like anything? And Scully's like, oh, well, that could be a tooth. And Scully's just like, Mulder, like, there are a bunch of blurry pictures. Like, it might be anything. <laughs> like, it's 
What are you really doing? was kind of a hilariously boring scene of him just frantically going through blurry pictures. Like, is that a tooth? Is that a tooth? You know, though, it reminds me of, though, if you... <laughs> I don't know why I can say this for real. And anybody listening, if you can relate to this... But have you ever actually sat and watched one of those monster hunting programs and seen? Yes. Okay. And it's always blurry pictures. <laughs> and it's always... <laughs> it's always, oh, what was... There was a splash over there. <gasps> what, what, what was it? Or if they're out in the woods looking for Bigfoot, it's like, oh, did you... Did you there was a rustling. Oh and, oh, and that sounded like wood hitting other wood. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the paranormal shows when you're inside a house and you just hear a knocking like off and off screen and they're like, oh, a spooky ghost. What was that? What was that? Oh, oh, it, well, uh, oh my God. The, par- the the ghost made you piss yourself. Oh no, he made you piss yourself. Basically the South Park parody yeah. of a ghost hunting show. Yeah. Oh, there's something more. Oh, oh. That's basically, so I think it was, I don't know if it was intentional or accidental, but it turned out being a really good um, parody of real life monster hunters. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so Scully's like, I'm not hanging out with, he- I'm not hanging out here anymore <laughs> with you looking at pictures that might be a tooth. I'm going to go walk Queequeg. And so she goes out to walk Queequeg and Queequeg uh, is barking at something in the woods and he pulls the leash out of her hand and he runs away and he gets eaten. And that's what happens to poor... Rest poor in peace. Quick. He's yeah. such a cute and, little dog. Yeah, she little Pomeranian. Him. And Clyde Bruckman just was like, he needs a good home. You need to give him... Because his old lady... His old, the, the old lady that owned him died and you f- seem like you would take good care of him. Yeah. <sighs> um... So, Mulder is like, all right, these big blue sightings have been occurring closer and closer to shore. Maybe we should get a boat and go out in a boat. Which also reminds me again of real life monster hunting when you're like, guys, you can just say you want to go for a nice boat ride. Loch Ness is pretty. Lake Champlain is pretty. You're... You could just hop on the boat and go for a nice boat ride. You don't have to pretend you're looking for a monster. Just say you want to go for a nice boat ride. Um, so they they rent this boat, and they're out looking for, for monsters, and their boat gets hit by something. They don't know what. Probably a monster. And they find a large rock... And they climb up on it. And one of the things I like that Mulder says when they're looking around is, is he goes, you know, living in the city, you kind of forget uh, with all the streetlights that night is really dark. <laughs> and, and Scully's like, well, we could swim for sure. And he's like, swim for sure? Like, in what direction? And she shines her little flashlight around and she's like, no. And so they just sit out there, decide to wait for morning. And <clears throat> Mulder essentially is like, you know, um, why'd you name your dog Queequeg? And she's like, well, you know, because my dad used to uh, read us, 
you, you know, my dad and I used to read Moby Dick together, and I called him Ahab, and he called me Starbuck, and, you know, Queequeg was the harpooner, so I named my dog Queequeg. And you know what, Mulder, you're an awful lot like Ahab. And they have just this long, wonderful discussion about how Mulder is like really obsessed with finding the truth, which is kind of like Ahab following his white whale and how in the end, neither one is really going to change the world for anything. And Mulder's like, well, what are you talking about? Like, if I found Big Blue, like, Big Blue is not like all the other things we chase. Like, the other things we chase are not necessarily tangible, and maybe we can't prove them, but if Big Blue is real right here in this lake, and I find it, then that will, like, change science and stuff like that. And they have a couple scares that the monster is coming for them. The first time, it's a duck. <laughs> I was kind of a little mad when Mulder, they were pointing their guns at the duck, and Mulder's like, I still kind of want to shoot the duck. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Because <laughs> it scared them. But it was just a cute little quacky duck. And then the second time, they hear this big splash, and they're like, oh, God, it's not a duck. And it's Dr. Faraday. And he's like, what are you guys doing out here? And they're like, well, our boat sank. And I'm like, thinking to myself, how far out did their boat sink? Because as we're about to learn, they can walk to shore from where they are. Like, Dr. Faraday isn't even into his knees in the water. Like, yeah, they're like, well, they're like, yeah, I'll walk you back. And like, walk? And like, yeah, you guys, the shore's right there. Yeah, and so they just walk to shore. And they're like, what were you doing out here in the night? And he's like, well, I was bringing frogs out because I've been breeding these frogs in captivity and releasing them into the wild to try to, you know, bring the population back up. And I ran out of gas. And so I was just walking around. Wait, you know, I called the sheriff and I've just been waiting for him to call and bring me or to come and bring me some gas. And I heard you guys talking out there. And Mulder all of a sudden is like, wait a minute, frogs. And you've been bre and the population's down. What if the reason all these people have been being attacked by Big Blue is its natural food source is dying off and it's being for you know, because predators in the wild, if their natural food source runs out, they're forced to attack animals they wouldn't normally attack so they can survive. And actually, this is a conversation they started having on the rock when Mulder um, mentions something to Scully. He's like, she's like, well, you know, animals will do anything they can to survive. And he's like, really? You've lost weight recently, haven't you? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, thanks for noticing. Wait a minute, because obviously <laughs> his argument being, her argument being animals will do anything to survive and losing weight is actually um, contrary to the evolutionary push to just put on a bunch of weight because you don't know when, because uh, you don't know when your next meal is going to be. Um and then so, the slight moment where Mulder like looked at Skull and was like, you're hitting on me, aren't you? <laughs> I also do like his whole thing about, he's like, I always wanted a peg leg. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, because you know, the thing about having a peg leg or a hook for an arm is you can just get by for the rest of your life on the sheer fact that you had the will to survive and overcome your disability. Otherwise, you have to actually produce something. <laughs> hey, I do that every time I go to the bathroom. I always <laughs> produce something. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, so th that's when they realize, oh, maybe. And so Dr. Faraday's like, all right, well, bye. I got to go. I'm just going to leave you out here in the woods. You're not getting a ride back with me. And then he gets attacked. And then they run and they find him with, you know, he's bleeding out. They have to call an ambulance. And Mulder's like, I'm going to go chase the animal because I got to go find Big Blue. And he runs off and he's almost attacked. And then he shoots it a whole bunch of times. And it turns out that it's been an alligator all along. And so Scully, you know, Scully and Mulder, they're getting ready to leave. And he's like, yeah. I feel kind of bad I didn't find Big Blue. And she's like, yeah, but you should feel good. You got your white whale. You you stopped the monster. It's not going to attack people anymore. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't get a peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I really, like, I really wanted to find it. Like, I really wanted it to be here. And Scully is like, well, you know, you and a lot of other people, Mulder, that's why all these myths and legends continue to exist people want to believe in something and it gives them hope and it gives them entertainment and whatever and that's you know that's why people still want to think it's out there and he's like yeah you're probably right and so they turn around and they leave and then as soon of course as they turn around and leave big blue the real big blue comes out of the water and goes back into the water and that's the end of the episode Oh, boy. <laughs> it was almost an episode. It was an episode where Mulder was right, but he didn't get to know he was right. Right, yeah. I mean, overall, this episode was fine. Mm -hmm. um, I'm f like, the whole Big Blue thing, I'm just like, the whole time I'm like, it's an alligator. It's going to be an alligator. <laughs> or, like, it's Georgia. It's sure. going to be an alligator. Like, it's... It, like, I'm sure at the time it was, like, very, like, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. But with the way this show has been going, especially throughout this season, it's like, nah, it's an alligator. Like, it's, and I was just, like, I give it, you know, over, overall it's a fine episode. I give it kind of, like, in the B, B minus range. Okay. Uh, it would be higher up if they didn't kill Queequeg. Uh, mm, that's yeah. just a horrible move. You don't kill the good dog. A lot of people don't like it when the little dog dies. Or the big dog. Yeah. Or any dog. Any doggo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this episode. Um, it is not bad. It's not great. It is uh, probably saved from being too boring by or probably saved from being too uh not boring too like subpar just for the the scenes between Mulder and Scully especially the one where they're stranded on the rock yeah it's probably the best part of the of the episode yep yep um yeah i think i'm like a b yeah i think that's where i am now we need to go get peg legs. Woo! Woo! I'm just looking at what next week's episode is, trying to remember if I... Uh, okay, yes. <laughs> this isn't... Okay. This one is actually pretty interesting. If I... It's called Wet Wired. That's everybody's... Um, 
Oh yes, this is a pretty good episode if I if if my memory is serving me properly. This is another one I haven't seen in a bit, but I'm reading the summary of it right now and I remember it being pretty good. Um, so that'll be interesting for you to revisit for you to visit uh, for the first time and for me to revisit and see if I'm right. Booyah. Yeah, but I'm looking at it right now and I'm pretty sure it's the one I'm thinking of and that it does turn out to be pretty good. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the end of that one for this week. So, later. Later. The FBI's Most Unwanted is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. Find the flagship Two Broke Geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com. You can find the Atomic Geekdom Network at atomicgeekdom.com. Our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocka. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth, Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks.